Leafs talk. Sam McKee, J.D. Bunkus. Weird one tonight, but here's one thing we know for sure from this game. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy? Ryan O'Reilly, a passion haver. <laughs> Confirmed passion haver. Confirmed. Uh, I would be lying if I told you I wasn't feeling quite passionate myself this evening. <laughs> oh, I was feeling some pretty heavy passion tonight. I got it. How are the group chats looking for you tonight? Because mine oh, are on fire. Phone, phone basically melted. Not, not sure it'll ever work the same after that first period tonight. <laughs> it was a red hot game. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Nice to see a bounce back after that atrocity of a hockey game on Sunday night. What a game. Buddy, um, yeah, weird game. Tons to talk about from this one. Uh, are you still worried about that extra fourth-round pick the Leafs gave up for Ryan O'Reilly or what? They didn't give up the fourth-round pick for Ryan O'Reilly. That was for the cap retention. They yeah. gave up a second-round pick yeah. to get Noel Achari and a first-round yeah. pick to give up to get yeah. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. So that's a factually bad joke. So, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. They, they gave the fourth-round pick to the Minnesota Wild to take the yeah. money. So, yeah. uh, yeah, get your facts straight before you come for me, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just wondering if you're still sweating. No, I'm still I am worried about the first round pick for sure, yeah. but God, it was. Listen, I did not know what version of Ryan O'Reilly we were going to be getting on the Toronto Maple Leafs, and tonight made me feel some kind of way. Yeah. That line tonight gave me the first, like, real glimpse of hope of the Toronto Maple Leafs beating the Tampa Bay Lightning in a seven game series. I had all year. I agree. 100% like, agree. I, I have Dude. never once thought all year that the Leafs could beat Tampa. In the back of my mind, I was always worried about it. Was still worried about it after the first two games with Ryan O'Reilly. And tonight, watching those three guys, the way they played together, albeit not the best competition, a truly unbelievable performance by them. And it got me feeling some kind of way, I have to admit. I I, I hate to finish, okay? The finish Awful of the game sucks. Minus the O'Reilly just fighting his way into that hat trick. What a gorgeous way to finish it uh, and get that. And did you see the bird that the one Sabres fan? Oh, yeah. That was a real I hate you bird. (laughs) Stone cold face. Hard bird at the glass. No smile attached. (laughs) Hard feelings for that Sabres fan who, you know, just ate it all night long and let himself believe for like at least two minutes that the Leafs would choke. You know, he thought maybe this is going to be the ultimate turnaround and that his his sacrifice of staying at that game and eating it for three periods would be justified. And then Ryan O'Reilly, a guy who said he lost his love of hockey because of playing for the Buffalo Sabres organization, comes and just sticks it to the fellas. Uh, tough one for Buffalo, man. Really, really tough one for Buffalo watching that guy. But yeah, to the Riley point, or to the O'Reilly point. Um, I don't care. I know that people love dunking on anybody who likes the Leafs or anybody who watches the Leafs. Of course. That's a, who gets the like cottage a, industry. Yeah, it's a little modicum of hope. Yes. And then the bozos come out of the woodwork and they love to just hammer you. And Leaf fans are guilty of this, too. Like, some of you are so beaten down. I get it. I've been there. I understand it 100%. I'm not even hating, I'm not even hating the haters, okay? Hmm. I'm just saying that that first period tonight, when the Leafs were snapping it around and Marner was putting a pillow on every stick and the new acquisition is going backhand bar down mm-hmm. and they chase the goalie with the hardest name to say in NHL history. And he's heading down the tunnel of the showers and the leaf fans are losing their damn minds. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here going, I also have the passion back. <laughs> like it felt good tonight. It felt good. And I'm a little pissed at the, at the Leafs, the way that they played the third period, because mm-hmm. that was just, it, it felt like Buffalo at the end of it was just, 
every shift hunting in the offensive zone and some bad goals by Samsonov, whatever. We'll get to that stuff. But Ryan O'Reilly, man, we said it. They needed a shot in the arm. They needed a guy like this. And this feels so much different than every other trade that this Leaf team has made or former captain that they've tried to acquire or veteran Marlowe, Thornton, Felino, whatever. This guy is the guy. Like, he is the man. Yeah, he just seems to be still very good at hockey in yeah. terms of, you know, being able to just read plays, to being able to just work off of Marner. Like, tonight it felt like... And they haven't even had a practice, which is really interesting. Yeah. Like he's played they got three a day off. Yesterday. He's played and they get a day off tomorrow too, after the travel day. So they still will not have a practice till Thursday. So I think it's pretty interesting to play three hockey games in the national hockey league without having a practice. But I thought tonight for the first time in the first, in the first three games, obviously it just seemed like there was a lot of chemistry between him and Marner and Tavares. What they have three points each in the first period. That's the first yeah. time in the history of the Leafs that that's happened. I, I kind of saw it tonight in terms of how it could work. I don't necessarily think that this is something like you obviously go back to it for quite a while here. Now uh, this is clear. This is why Sheldon Keefe did this early to know that this works. Like you can try other stuff. You can go to different things. You can practice, you can do this, you can do that. But after what they did tonight, those guys feel confident. Those guys know how each other play. They, they saw the puck go in a million times. This is such a massive confidence-building game for everybody involved with that. I know Marner doesn't need it, but, man, that's a huge result just to see Ryan O'Reilly get a hat-trick in his third game. Like, that is a dream scenario for the Leafs and Dumas. Buddy, big-time night for why Matthews, the team, trying to play with Marner. Mm -hmm. Say that again? You just cut out there for a sec. I said big time example night of why Matthews went to Arizona to pout and made Babcock show up because he wanted to play with Marner. (laughs) I get it. Like, yeah, it seems pretty fun playing with Mitch Marner. And I think Ryan O'Reilly felt that too. Okay. Two quick things on that. One is I, I'm a big believer in the don't let it go too long before a guy gets a goal with a new team or has a moment with a new team. Absolutely. You know me, I'm a huge impressions guy, first impressions guy, especially with big markets, major markets. And so for Ryan O'Reilly to go in there against his former team in front of that rowdy Leaf fan, just Thunderdome of all <laughs> the Leafs, all the real Leaf fans that make the, the journey down to Buffalo and buy up, you know, the, well, it, there's basically 25% of the seats available every night in Buffalo right now, but Which is it pathetic, felt like, by the way, yeah, it is, but I get it when you're a loser for that long. Yeah, and yeah. yeah you're kind of working your way back and learning to trust again. I'm a big believer in Ryan O'Reilly getting on the score sheet and having a night and having a moment where now he's ingratiated himself to Leafs, and he doesn't have to go through the spin cycle, the media cycle of us going, boy, it's been four, five, six games with Ryan O'Reilly where he doesn't have a goal. Uh, this is what's what's happening here, even if he's playing well. And then we're starting to do the, oh, but he does the little things discussion. Like, I'm just glad that's out of the way. So isn't that five points in his first three games with the Leafs? Right, because he had one in his first game, and then he had four points. And then he had four points. They have four points tonight, or just three? Just just the Hattie. I'm just looking at it here now. So, anyways, regardless, I think he only had the hat trick. So it's been a good start for him to get off the Schneid here in a big way. And you mentioned the people that traveled down to that. You talk about first impressions. Every single person that went to that game tonight 
is probably buying a Ryan O'Reilly jersey. I, I was just thinking that like, the that, amount of conversations <laughs> in the boss. Like, oh, I'm getting a Ryan O'Reilly jersey tomorrow, buddy. Like, you know, uh, I can't get it. Boys, I, you know, that's the best trade Dubas ever yeah. made. Ontario boy. Like, this I'm, makes up for the goddamn yeah. trade. You know, the yeah. takes are flying oh, on the yeah. bosses right now. So, like, that for one, you know, just all the people that are in that building are absolutely in love with that man they got to shove it in the face of the sabers fans like you said i don't really know how much better it could go for leaf fans in the barn and how much worse it could go for sabers fans in that barn like yeah. the story of the two nights for those two people were completely on uh just on different levels okay so second and this is my last o'reilly point anyways mm. from tonight because again awesome night. he had an assist so tonight glad. he had four points tonight oh he did he have the three and one okay. yeah so awesome moment, I'm sure, for his family who, mm -hmm. you know, you can't say it enough. There, there is something special about a guy who is an Ontario native scoring for the Leafs. Like you just think about how long fans like you and I have been waiting for the Leafs to have this, right? Marner, Tavares, O'Reilly, like a Ontario line cooking mm -hmm. and dominating. It feels amazing. And it does. Like I heard the Joe Bowen call where he goes, you know, uh, you know, Ontario native Ryan O'Reilly scores, and I, I get a little bit of a chill, and I go, this this is awesome. This actually means something, and you can tell. Again, we joke about the passion, but I do think there's a little bit of added juice to this. Um, my only slight, slight, mm. my only slight quibble yeah. is I like that Keith started him off wow. with the big guys, right? That's a yeah, sick that's pass. A, Jesus a Christ. Gorgeous pass. Again, oh Marner, Marner, the the only thing about this game for O'Reilly is that it it take his moment takes a little bit away from how yes. brilliant Marner was tonight. Yeah. But I'm glad that he started him off with these really good players with Mitch Marner so that he can have moments like this tonight. Mm -hmm. It's great. But when you talked about the chemistry element to this and like figuring out what you have, I feel like this is actually the easiest thing for you to figure out is that Ryan O'Reilly playing with two $11 million guys <laughs> was going to work out fine. It's a great and, point. And that probably would have worked. <laughs> yeah. And that the longer this goes on, like the more tempting it's, or the harder it's going to be to break them up. Like, how do you break up that? Mm. But I truly believe in my heart of hearts that the best situation for the Leafs come playoff time. Like the main reason you get Ryan O'Reilly is so that you have three centers so that you have the deepest center depth in the NHL. And yeah. so it's going to put them in a bit of a, a tiny little bit of a pickle. It's a good, this is the old classic. It's a good problem to have problem. Yeah. But yeah, I do wonder at what point Sheldon Keefe, a guy who loves to load up the top six mm -hmm. and someone who, frankly, if you're going to be critical of Keefe for some of the things that he's done in the past, he's usually too slow to break up the big dogs and try to give it a little different look. I thought that he should have done it the other night against Chicago. Like mm -hmm. they sucked. They were playing poorly. Why not give it a different look? He didn't do it then. Now they're having success. When we're talking about all these opportunities Toronto has to experiment, well, the schedule is going to go away pretty quickly. Like, it's not like we've got months and months and months left. Like, it's mm -hmm. going to get late fast. Yeah. I do wonder how they're going to figure that out and what they're going to end up doing here and how it's going to, uh, like, mess with a little bit of momentum and who O'Reilly could play with. So, yeah, I don't know. Again, I hate to feel like I'm no, picking at nits no, here. But, but listen, buddy, we're talking about the Leafs game. Yeah. Like, we're going to, you know, bring things up. I also think if you're asking Ryan O'Reilly, who is a pending UFA, he's like, yeah, I think I'll keep playing with these guys. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, play with I'm these already two guys. lost into believing he's taking less with the league. It's not, <laughs> oh I, I, it's not, it's not a Giordano or Spezza thing where he's going to say, yeah, I would. He's 32, man. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm he's, saying. What he's he's not going to. 
not, it's not below five. That's for sure. He's not going to go to them and say, I wish I could take less. But I, I think this is a scenario where they're going to figure out a fair number and one that we're going to look at and go, oh, that's nice. He, he clearly took less. We'll see. They got a lot to worry about. I'm locking that in. That's we got, it, buddy. Here's. Here's William my Nylander, cold lock of the week. Is, <laughs> William Nylander's do a contract July 1st. Austin Matthews do yeah. a contract July 1st. Just yeah. got to be careful with your money. Be careful yeah. with it out there, okay? You no, know, you know who other Ontario native is sweating out him getting that money is one MB. Michael, <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, well, he's like, hold on, that's my money yeah. he's taking right now. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, uh, yeah, awesome night for O'Reilly. Awesome yeah. night for Marner. Um, I'm can actually too. Can we just but, give Marner his shine? Yes. Because this might have been his best game as a Leaf. He was unbelievable yeah, he was. tonight. Like, he was. truly. Died. So the, the first pass he makes to O'Reilly, stupid. And then the read he makes on the give-and-go off O'Reilly, when he O'Reilly puts it out towards the half boards, and that feathery sauce over the stick right on the tape, who, you know, O'Reilly does a rest. It's a lovely backhand finish. The setup on uh, Tavares on the power play. He was just flying, and the one thing that I think I liked even the most outside of the five points, that game was getting a little bit squirrely. We talked about the end of that game, and it was 5-3, and they were buzzing a bit, and the building was getting into it, and Keith puts out O'Reilly. I guess we call him the passion line. Puts out the passion line, yeah. and they immediately, it just stopped. Like, yeah. they took the puck away from the Sabres. They took it into the offensive zone. They got it down low, and it just stayed there for 35 seconds. And it's just like Marner was instrumental in that. And I know we talk about it all the time, but like his play in all three zones, it's oh. just got, it's, it's Can I jump unbelievable. In there for a yeah. I, that, that actually tonight, like the, the playmaking was the best part of his game tonight. Unbelievable. Obviously. Like no question. Right. Yeah. But what really, when you watch him and you go, damn, he's so dialed in tonight is he makes the Datsuk interception plays mm-hmm. where the other team's trying to break the puck out. The other team's trying to make a play. And he's just doing that, like, little crouch move that he loves yeah. to do. You know, the little crouch yeah. down to intercept yeah. pucks. And he almost baits guys into thinking they have more space than they do. And then all of a sudden, he just completely takes it away from them. And tonight, it's like, I should have asked Sis to make this pack. But I wasn't thinking about it until right now. But the amount of times this tonight where he just altered or intercepted a play when Buffalo was trying to create something offensively multiple times for him tonight yeah was awesome everywhere he just we talk about goalies seeing the puck yeah. mitch marner tonight and saw the puck i love that and those plays that you make where it's like against the run of play like the momentum where you a guy tries to saucer one and he knocks it in a midair and gets it going the other way that's what creates odd man rushes the best and he's yeah. so good at that and he's so, so deadly good. so just wanted to make sure we give him his sign his his shine because i thought like that was one yeah, of the best awesome. ga- that's one of the best games i've seen a leaf play in multiple seasons he was stupid good hundred percent. I wouldn't be surprised if on the blueprint. Oh know, yeah. If on oh, the yeah. blueprint. The state we, media. <laughs> no, we see. Yeah. We see a little bit of Ryan O'Reilly gets another championship belt, but then he goes over to Mitch Marner and does the like. Do they do the championship belt when they lose though? What? Like, cause he got the championship belt when they won on Saturday O'Reilly. So yeah. he, I don't know if they do it when they lose the game. So if he has to give it out, he can't give it to himself. So Marner will get the belt probably after that. No, right? I, I don't know. Either way. My, yeah. It's, God, why'd you ruin this? What do you mean? <laughs> this, I don't know about the championship belt thing. I'm just saying. I'm Buddy, I play him. on a beer league team. We got a bucket. I'm That's saying, how it works. Know, you got to give it him. Him. I'm just picturing him just doing the like, hey, it's not for me. It's for Mitch tonight. <laughs> Last thing about that line. 
the other part of it that I like, and I wonder why they maybe even give it a bit more of a runway, is the keeping John Tavares fresh element of it. Is boy, he must just be loving vacation. life right now. He's on he vacation. Is, he is vacation and want it. Like he's having. I'm uh, hanging out on the walls, yeah, having the just, best time of my life. He is truly just soaking it in. He's at extended All Star break. Like this oh, yeah. is all this is to him. He's going. Oh my god. He, th- I bet you he's looking around going, this is what you guys do. <laughs> this, is, this is this is what the lives you've been living all along. Yeah, I, I should have been doing this. But, yeah, I, I do wonder if it's just a little bit of an ease up on that guy. And then eventually, yeah, they do pivot to the three centers thing. And then he's not feeling as grinded. Like, it's a in-season, in-game load management. Yeah, I, I think that there's probably something to that. And Keith talked about it this morning at practice. And we talked about it a lot on Kipper and Bourne today. Nice. That, like... You guys He's, are all over the practice audio. I'm so bad oh yeah. for that. Like I'm so oh yeah. bad for the post game. And Buddy, the Sheldon Keith carries our show. Without if, if we had like Torts, who gives like two seconds, to, we wouldn't have a show. Like Keith yeah. is the. We can never get fired. <laughs> He's everything to us. He carries yeah. us. But no, yeah. he was talking about how like he mentioned workload multiple times okay. when when with with Keith with uh, Tavares to the wing. So you're on to something there. There's okay. definitely some in season load management. All right. Uh, do you have any other good? Because I would. Like I got. I got to... a couple. I got a couple negatives that I. I yeah, don't, I, it's hard to I talk did. about negatives after that game, but there's a few. Well, I, I guess maybe then before we pivot into negatives, I do like. A, there's a small part of me that's happy the Sabers at least had a pushback at the end, just from the standpoint of, I, I did. I built my show around this a lot today. By the way, JD Bunkus podcast. Subscribe and review. Uh, Jeremy Roenick tomorrow. Um, <sighs> I want there to be a rivalry between these two teams. Oh, yeah. And, and I for it. And, and I think that the Sabres have the right makeup in their group. Like, I really like Rasmus Dahlin's game. Oh, so it's do so I. It's so funny because he looks like a baby face, like, like softy. And mm-hmm. then he's there, you know, throwing that reverse hit in the game. Elbows. Trying to, trying to get the elbow up. Like, he's got a mean streak to his game. He jumps up in the rush beautifully. He sees the ice incredibly well. They've just got players like that on their team who have mm-hmm. a good mix of skill and some bite. And I think that that is a great test always for the Leafs to have the young upstart team that wants a little bit of what they have in terms of reputation, mm-hmm. skill, whatever, and is kind of yipping at them and forcing the nastiness out of the Leafs. Like last year with the Matthews cross check to Darlene. Yeah, you don't want to see him suspended. No, you don't want Matthews to be in fights. It's not what I'm advocating for. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is I think games against teams you hate, tough games, tough moments, that's what's going to prep you best for the playoffs. And so having a third period like that where it felt like the world was falling apart, mm-hmm. it, like, it might end up being a decent rep for them as mu- or a reminder that like games are not a hand in this league, that their goalie might be a little shaky and they might not ever add that fix this year. And so... <laughs> Yeah. UPL, Uka Pekka Lukanen, is that what his name is? Yeah, yeah. I is. sounded like I nailed that. Yeah, you did. Thank you. Uh, what did he finish tonight? Uh, I'm just looking for Rasmus Dahlin. He was a yeah. He, he was not a minus, so he was a plus, He was even in a, a really good player. So I really hate the fact that they have those two guys on the top pair. Like this is going to be something that's within the division that they're going to have to deal with for, you know, the next 10 seasons, the next 12 seasons. Not to mention that they already have Cousins and uh, Thompson Locked. Locked. And their cap. The deal's under $8 each. 
and their cap situation looks awesome. Like oh. they're like they have no bad deals other than Skinner, who was kind of flying tonight. He scored yeah. and like he's on pace for 30 goals again. So like it's not the disaster that that contract was when it first started. But like that's really their only bad deal in the books. They they got a lot of potential. So I think this is something that's brewing. These two cores seem to kind of hate each other, which is great. So love it. Love to see it. Yeah. Detroit now too. Sneaky on the come up. Yeah. Like we'll Detroit, worry about them later. They've won seven of the last ten games. Yeah. Hopefully they they're have, in the mix. Yeah, it's gonna like Daryl Sutter but said about the uh, about the first round against Colorado last year. Uh, if they get in against, they could play Boston. It's a waste of eight days. Okay. Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Now for the negatives. Yes. All right. Uh, let's start with Samsonov because mm-hmm. I actually was going to have a praise pack for Samsonov because in the second period, you and I disagreed. I didn't think the Leafs went to sleep. I just thought that Buffalo really ramped it up. They tried to make a push and that Toronto had some good response moments where they were okay. The big lines came out. And again, Marner was basically like every time he came over the board tonight, it was like everything you're doing cool it i'm doing it's now over it's, it's in the offensive sh- zone yeah, like pulled <laughs> yeah i'm taking it you're yeah. not having it that's yeah. what's going to be tonight but in the second period he made a couple of just like solid saves to never really let them breathe get hope then the leafs finally get that fifth one mm-hmm. and you go okay this game is done it's in the bag problem is the Leafs felt that way in the third they completely went to sleep um awful and yeah, Samsonov maybe could have let one in earlier that he didn't, but the two last goals that he lets in, like, sure, Morgan Riley, bad gap control on the second one, let's Tuck kind of get to a, at least a space, but that's not a dangerous spot. That's a guy who's just flinging it towards the net, and Samsonov's doing the, like, barely move thing where he's like, oh, it went in? Damn, all right, I'm not really trying. The Skinner one, okay, Skinner's got a great shot. You got to have that. It's a clean yeah. look from 20 feet away. Like, why are you letting him breathe? And so for a guy that came back and everyone went, oh, you know, he was sick and he was pooping all day. And he said he's he's poop, poop, pooping. And they still went out there and He's played. a little poopy boy. Yeah, he's a little poop pants. And it's like, yeah, like still little, like tough for him to play the poop pants card tonight. He just didn't look good. I don't know if I said this to you on a show or off air when we were talking, but this is the monster elephant in the room yeah like this is this is the the scary town situation yeah. with the toronto maple Leafs because we just saw their forward core their forward core looks so deep yeah. and like they're just four lines now of real nhl dudes they look awesome up front they really do the decor eh, you say what you will about morgan riley you know say what you will about connor timmons there, there's some question marks back there but i think on a whole it's solid enough to win a couple playoff rounds. I think, I think it's they're solid going to try to add an. I do too. too. I think that they see this games like this tonight and they go, yeah, like we got to make sure there's a yeah. buffer between but, Connor Timmons and the playoffs. But then you get back to the net and it's like Samsonov has been really good. They have been getting excellent value on that yep. contract they signed him to, like exceeded at that value already by far in terms of what they've gotten from Samsonov. But it's just there's these little reminders where you're like, oh yeah, yeah, like. This is far from a sure thing. And the third period tonight was that. And, like, I don't want to be overly negative. The guy's been really good. He's had good games. But I'd be lying if I said it wasn't in the back of my head. No, it's, it's there, man. Of course it's there. And and I don't blame anybody for feeling this. And I'll just reiterate the take that I give on this show just about, what, once a week? is There's nothing that's going to happen in the regular season no. that's going to make you feel any way about either of these goaltenders. It's just It's going to be the playoffs. And all you're hoping and praying is that one of them can be solid and not let in the softies. 
and that both of them can be healthy come playoff time because now that's the thing with Matt Murray is, okay, when is he getting back? And I, I don't want this to feel like the Freddie Anderson thing where you're going, how is he good or is he can, not? Can we talk know? to him? Like the, yeah. the all or nothing, was it all or nothing <laughs> documentary? They're like, he's on the ice. It's like, felt like there was like 17 dudes he had oh to talk to to get to Freddie. So let's not get there with Matt Murray. Listen, let's not get there. I like, you know, I like Freddie Anderson. Yeah. Uh, he always makes time for the podcast. Yeah. He's been open. He's been transparent. But I have had thoughts of how many guys in the last couple of years have been like, how about you just play? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about A you lot. just, you know, come on out here and do what you get paid to do. So how many guys play on the Leafs? How many guys play on Carolina? How many yeah. coaches are on Carolina? <laughs> Every single person yeah. in both organizations, like they were asking poor old Rod the pod after every playoff game last year. He's like, I just don't know. Like He's like, I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, poor, it was, what was the goalie coach's name? Was It, it wasn't Francois Lairs though, right? Uh, I can't remember the name. Yeah, I can't remember the name either. Uh, but it's yeah, escaping me. 24-7 where he's trying to defend him and keep his, he's giving it to him. Like, Can we get a save on a tip? <laughs> Stings. Yeah. That's a yeah. stingy one. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah, okay. That's my last negative for tonight is I'm sorry, Connor Timmons, but it's a no for me, dog. Like it just yeah. you just can't have this guy. Like you just cannot have this guy. Like this guy cannot be he's gotta be the eighth D. Like that's why they need to make a move at the deadline for another defenseman, is because all right, you can talk me into Sandine giving you some minutes and whatever. Like I've seen it at least. And I know Timmons can snap a pass. And if this team had even any room on the power play two or whatever for him to do this. And it just the play that he made on the first Sabres goal was like, oh, my God, he came across the ice on his offside pinch. And I sent that to Borny. And he says that's something that the Leafs have in their system in terms of like that play coming across to support. But like in a five nothing game. It is the most needless play. And then there was another play where he's like beaver tailing, chasing a guy back on a, like a big chance. Yeah. He just seems so shaky defensively. And I just, I can't listen at 1.1 or whatever they signed him for completely sure. fine as a regular season contributor. But if you're like, so you can just picture, you know, Oh, Sheldon Keefe says Connor Timmons in game four against the lightning. And he goes in there and he's like playing, he plays like four minutes. Right. Like, it's just he I don't think he's got that in his maybe he can develop. He's a bit of a project. Maybe they can kind of coach him up a little bit. But right now for this season, with the way you've traded it, you know, trading for Ryan O'Reilly, trading for Achari, seeming like you're all in. He can't be one of the options going into the playoffs. He just can't no. be. No, he, he can't be. Um, and I don't think and that's a, I don't think any Leaf fan listening to this would disagree with that. Like they've seen enough, although. I saw a poll the other day on Twitter that it was like 75% of people thought he was a better player than, than Justin Hall. So maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Anyways. I, here's, here's uh, the thing about that poll and anybody who voted not for Hall is you're wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Unequivocally just, wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that there's probably some people in the chat right now. Like, bah! It, bah! <laughs> wrong. <laughs> like no shot there is an absolutely no reality yeah like not even close there's no like split reality mm -hmm. you know you, you know what string theory is like yes. every action there's a million different yeah, realities. Yeah. there's not single one of them 
in any of those realities where okay. Connor Timmons is better defenseman. I, buddy, I've seen everything everywhere all at once. Okay, I understand it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> everywhere all at once. There's no version of that where it. Maybe there is in like there was a war and uh, Justin Hall lost his leg. We've <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gone too far. What are we doing? Out of mine, and that's how he was worse than Connor uh... Timmons. Uh. So yeah. Anyway, that did probably go a little too far. Sorry to the people in the chat. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Timmons can't play in the playoffs. Yeah. Like that's just. And if I if I have like one solid this has to happen take that's it. And by the way, him and Engvall being on the ice together and combining for that, I was like, <laughs> sweet, good job, guys. Like and Engvall dogging it, getting back, like not even skating. Fastest guy on the team, maybe. Yeah, I'm like, cool. That was cool of you. Hey, uh, cool, cool stuff. That's and, it for me on the next. Okay, I just got one last nitpick, okay. and it's on Morgan Riley. We almost got through the whole thing without mentioning him, but that play he made, the misread. Debrier, thank you. Yeah. Yes, the misread he made on um, Tage Thompson when it was five three, and he just like goes straight over to the boards and lets like one of the best shooters in the league walk into the slot. I'm like, can we just kind of cut that kind of stuff out of your game a little no bit? Problem. Like, I wanna, I wanna love you, man, but it's just every game. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> what was that? So I brought it up tonight. You didn't. You're no comment. Uh, no, no further questions or comments at this time. No further questions or comments at this time. <laughs> Fair. All good. <laughs> I've I've said that all, all that needs to be said. Um, I'm going on Friday. Oh, you Ticket, lucky duck. Tickets are gonna break. Yeah, a lucky. Oh, you duck. haven't bought tickets yet? Oh, I I like. Oh my god. I tried to get the hookups. <laughs> oh Jesus. I played. You're I dead. played every. I played every <sighs> attempt <sighs> in the book. <sighs> <laughs> it's criminal. Like, it's actually a crime what they do for you to go to these games and have to sit in decency. Right. And I'll, honestly, I don't even think about, like, for me, it's whatever. You know, I got no kids. Yeah, I got, of course. A, I got a good paying job. Yeah. Everything's fine. Uh, I think about any parent oh, that wants possible. to show their kids, you know, like, how are you? We gotta be I hope like, you like the Marley's child. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, we got to be like China, where you're only allowed to have one kid in Toronto because you can't afford to take in any of the lease game. It's just like, that's it. Like, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to have more than one kid because uh, it's not affordable. You cannot do it. It's outrageous. It man. is. Like, so it is just unbelievable. You think, you're, do, you're doing upper tank, though, right? You're not going all the way in on lower ball. You know I'm not an upper tank. Oh, oh my God! You're gonna be down there crushing sushi and red here's, wine. The here's the thing. No, here's the thing. I'm going pork no. pork loin, <laughs> buddy. I'm going to the Raptors box on Thursday, so I'm gonna live my life of luxury. Oh. Eat my sushi, have my wine, yeah, and then I'm probably gonna That's go slum funny. it. I'm probably gonna go slum it at the Leafs game on Friday with the boys. <laughs> I just don't think I'm gonna be able to get the group to all shell out the cash. I'm gonna That's suggest such a hot ticket. Yeah, like right now, Friday like night, they just yeah. came off the hottest game of the year. Ryan O'Reilly, Friday night. That is a pricey one. Have fun, buddy. So it's meeting Borny on Friday. Yeah, you and Borny on Friday. And then, and then you and I on for the squids. Yeah, for the Kraken. Yeah. yeah, we'll be back for that one. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave five stars. It uh, really helps us out. Share it when you see it on social media. We say it every single time. You comment, you like it, you retweet it. All that stuff really helps if you're a fan of the show. Shout out David Dini, who shouted out the show today. Love, Love the man. David. Love yeah. David Dini. Great Play guy. Can I tell you, scored a lot of goals on David Dini. Yeah. You yeah. better score a lot of goals. <laughs> yeah.
Couple, <laughs> scored a couple goals on him, but he's a spectacular guy, and I really appreciate that shout yeah, out. Good guy in the room. <laughs> oh yeah, Rio Statics all day. David uh, Dini band saw him at Jason's Pub and Own Sound once, way before he knew who I was. So there yeah, you go. That's nice. That's really yeah. nice. Anyway, yeah, no, shout out to everybody who listens to this thing and supports it, and like, yeah, we've obviously seen like the numbers really spike recently, and so thanks to everybody that does support it, and yeah, it really does help when you share, when you leave five stars, when you leave a review on iTunes. You share it on Twitter. You do all those things. And again, you can catch me tomorrow on the JD Bunkers podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to that. Same thing with Sammy tomorrow, Real Kipper and Born. Um, and then, yeah, I'll see you guys back on Sunday and you'll be back on here Friday. Awesome. Uh, just know that I'll be broke and that I. <laughs> I'm rude. <laughs> fully ruined. It's Sammy Stank buddy, Eyes. Buddy. Just the Saturday morning. Lady love. <laughs> the Saturday morning, wake up. <laughs> MLSE beer hangover, pockets ran, scaries are kicking in early this week. Saturday, you're dead. You know what the worst is, too? Is like back in the day, at least, when you had cash and you'd wake up and you'd check your pockets for the cash and you're oh, yeah. like, all right, at least I got out Wasn't of there with bad. like a 10 and a few toonies. Some pocket trap. And now you just wake up and you go, like, I don't want to see my credit card bill. And then you do, and you're like, it can't be that much. It can't I'm be. I'm filing a complaint. <laughs> I think somebody hacked my accounts. <laughs> That's going to be me on Monday when I actually do the, uh, the one eye, look at it, and then close it really quick. Yeah. Anyways, uh, love all the listeners. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.